Hi, everybody. My name is Robin Rosser, and I am on those two Volleyball Girls podcasts. Hi, I'm Kayla Spangler. And I'm Summer Johnson. Um, well, this is Summer. She's from Upstate, and I'm here with her. We kind of met through classes, um, and I just want to start by asking, what is your favorite part about Upstate? Well, I play on the softball team here at Upstate. And I would say my favorite part about Upstate is the balance that I can have between academics and the athlete life. Like I'm able to really balance being the best I can be at my sport and being the best I can be in the classroom. Nice. And do you feel like your coaches like support you through that too? Yes. The Knowing that I transferred in, they were very flexible with the classes that weren't able to transfer and like the labs that I have to do, they they work around my academic schedule, which is really nice. Okay. And what's your major? I'm majoring in biology. So fun. <laughs> um, do you know what you want to do with that after your graduate or undergrads? Yes. So after I get my degree, I plan on going to graduate school and I want to do the PhD track for biology. And then after I hopefully get my PhD in biology, I will go into um, life science or biomedical research. Wow. Who's mm. doctor? <laughs> um, so you said out of high school, like, your recruiting process was different. Can you explain to us, like, kind of what that looked like? And Yes. So out of high school, I went to a junior college before I came here, and I played softball since I was around like 10 years old and I, I played on like uh, the local travel ball team and I didn't know it at the time but it's I guess it's known that you should join like a once you start becoming the age to be recruiting or when you join the recruiting circle you should be on a team that has like network and is well known so a lot of girls when I was being recruited committed to their school when they were like eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade. Like if you were committing a 10th grade, that was considered late. And that's for like the power five, the bigger mid majors. And after my year, that was when they passed to the September 1st rule when you couldn't commit a player until September 1st of her junior year. So when I um, joined, I eventually joined a bigger name travel ball team. I uh, got an offer from the school that I attended, and then I got a couple more offers after that. And I ultimately decided that Gulf Coast State College was like the best path for me. They were the best team um, in their conference. It was a very competitive conference, and it was a really great chance for me if I wanted to play after that. I'd, if I put up the numbers and played well, I would be able to go to a four-year school. So I went. My freshman year was COVID year. So I played like a little bit less than half of my season and then COVID shut it down. And then the next year I played the whole season. And then about right before the season started my sophomore year was when I committed here and signed and did everything like that. Okay. Um, so being here, like compared to JUCO, what does a typical day look like with in season and out of season? In the fall, you get on campus and they give you about a week to, learn where your classes are and get settled in and you'll start eight hour weeks. And here they do four hours in the weight room, four hours on the field. So you'll go to the field and do uh, individuals. 
and you'll go and you'll do hitting, you'll do like stuff for your position and then you'll work out three days a week. And then in the fall, it'll ramp up to 20 hour weeks and that's your fall season. And then you'll play up to eight games and then 20 hour weeks will end. And then you go back into those eight hour weeks. And then once spring starts, it's 20 hour weeks all the time and you're practicing five days a week and then you will um, lift as well during that time. Okay. And do you like the lifts here or? Yes. I enjoy the atmosphere that the weight room, br- the weight room brings. Is that weight room brings. Yeah. <laughs> um, the athletic training and the strength department, they really prioritize like health of their athletes. We have a really great nutrition bar. We have a really great setup in there and they really help you get the best you can be with like sports specific sports specific workouts okay nice and i guess after after college what do you see yourself doing because i feel like that's not talked about enough where like oh we're done with your sport it's kind of your identity like right um after softball's over i think i want to like compensate for all the time i spend outside so i think i want to do a lot of outdoor hobbies I really want to get into rollerblading. I <laughs> people at home. I feel like I see rollerbladers all the time, and they look like they're having a great time. And I feel like that's something I'd really enjoy because that's just the way to like. Because I'm not going to move right back home. I want to go to graduate school, kind of far away. So I feel like that'd be an easy way to like explore where I live and like maybe appreciate where I live more. Mm-hmm. And I also think I really love hiking. I was going to mention that I want to. I think I want to go hiking. Yes. A lot. Love the outdoors. Um, I kind of want to do yoga, but I know a lot of yoga is indoors. Have you found like an outdoor yoga? Puppy yoga? Puppy Goat yoga? Goat yoga. I want to try that so badly. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so fun. And then I'm also really excited for having my own goals in the gym. Mm-hmm. So like looking forward to, instead of doing like sports specific workouts, I can do workouts where I focus on like my getting as strong as possible or like extending my stamina and like maybe signing up for a 5k once and then seeing where I go from there mm-hmm. and maybe even doing like a half marathon working up to that. Right. And not just like training because you have to like perform better for your sport. It's more like training because you want to. Yeah. And like, and, like stay healthy for your own goals. And yeah. Aesthetics. Right. Or, <laughs> Become a bodybuilder or or not. Do something fun. Not that what we do isn't fun. No, yeah. Having more personalized time to enjoy what you do in Mm -hmm. the weight room. Because I feel like the team atmosphere is really great because they can always push you to do better. But I feel like it feels a little bit better when you push yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, wow, I did this on my own. Right. Yeah. I think, like, a big part of, like, Division One sports or any level of, like, college athletics is, like, you don't understand when you're younger is the commitment you're making and mm-hmm. the time that you're giving up, the, you know, the aspect of college that you don't get to understand when you're just a regular student. So, for you, like, what has your coach's impact played on that? Because I know that your coaches, like, you interact with them on a daily basis. You see them all the time. Like, how has that been for you? They definitely want, like, softball to be one of your priorities. And here at Upstate, there isn't um, 
Like, Greek life isn't super big here. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple, like, really involved student clubs. Like, I know student government tries to be really involved. But um, I think that, like, being a part of clubs and, like, student unions and stuff like that, that's something that a lot – I feel like a lot of athletes feel that – not that they miss the chance on, but it's something that they're not really able to do because they can't spread everything out evenly. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one thing that's like missed out is being involved in clubs or being involved in community service, Mm -hmm. you know? And like some teams I've noticed, like our team tries to do community service, um, like whether it be, you know, going to uh, practices with like kids and like helping them out or like just going out and getting the word out about like games or, you know, just, pretty much anything out in the community but right yeah I think it's not a huge part of athletes lives but I think it should be yeah I know there's Mm -hmm. a lot of teams that will do like food drives and they'll go to elementary schools and read for kids or like I know uh softball games will invite like there's a little league nearby and like we invite (laughs) those girls to come stand out on the field with us during the national anthem or like we'll have um, teachers or faculty sometimes throw the first pitch or like an alumni come throw the first pitch. So I definitely try to stay involved with the community, but I feel like sometimes you just, when you get in the zone of your sport, it's hard to try to put more energy into something else other than your sport. Full-time job, sorry. Right. (laughs) Go ahead. Oh, I would say, like, on the flip side of that, there's a lot of things that we do get to experience as an athlete. Like, we get to go travel to really cool places. Like, you get to have all these, like, connections and athletics, and you can really – it really does help. Like, you get to meet people. You get to have all these, like, um, learned skills that you wouldn't get. So, like, I don't know. What's, like, a cool place that you've gotten to travel to because of softball? Um. I had never been to, like, the northern panhandle part, so I guess I got to move there and live there. Like, I live in Panama City Beach, which is, like, it used to be a really big vacation destination. And that was really neat, like, seeing how um, it's, like, just a, like, completely different part of Florida and, like, almost a different culture, I would say. And then also, like, moving here, I'm so much closer to the mountains. Like, in my sport, we got to travel to – when I was at my old school on Gulf Coast, we went to this town in Alabama and it was a really, really small town and we played exhibition games and the whole town came out and they like had a dinner for us and it was like really nice. So I think just like seeing your impact on like those small communities was like Mm -hmm. really neat. Like all the kids were there cheering us on. Like every time a a foul ball was hit, the kids would go chase it. (laughs) And you know, just really nice to see like those little towns be excited to even host us. Yeah. So little things like that, I think, are really nice. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Robin? Oh, oh. Um, well, we got to play at Florida um, mm-hmm. this past year, so like that was really cool, just because like it's Florida. Um, but every year our conference tournament is held in Foley, Alabama, which is like right near Mobile. Um, it's like the Gulf Coast, uh, okay. and we get to stay in like a little like uh, resort and it's right in the water. And then we'll go to like the beach for a day and have really cool meals. So I think that's been one of my favorites. And we surprisingly, West Virginia was really pretty when we I went there. One. I said the furthest we travel here, I think, is um, Longwood, Virginia. That's like okay. the furthest we travel. Yeah, we, Longwood doesn't have a volleyball team, so I've never <laughs> been there. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, Kayla, you went to Illinois. Wasn't that fun? Yeah, that was oh. a lot of fun. <laughs> well, actually, I, it was funny. So, well, it really wasn't that funny, but <laughs> now that I look back, we went to the, I think it was, I forget the school, but we went to Illinois, and on the bus ride there, one of my teammates was like, I think she tested positive for COVID. And our assistant coach had to rent a van and drive her back by herself. Um, she's fine. But we, so everybody who wasn't vaccinated had to quarantine for that whole tournament. And, you know, that was like half our starters. So we were down yeah. like a bunch of people. And it was just, it wasn't fun, but it was like, you know, on the fly. It was like kind of something to look back on. So, yeah. yeah. And that's, I feel like, like not the COVID aspect of the travel on that trip, but like those long bus rides and like any type of long travel is just like that bonds you with your teammates because you're like, oh, so yeah. just got to get well, through it. That same year. Yeah. Last year we went to the bottom of Florida by bus. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was interesting, but um, it was such a bonding experience because we did have a beach day. And like it started like pouring and we went to this gas station and we were getting like cussed out by this lady for standing out on like the like front part of the gas station because it was like pouring while our bus was trying to find us. Yeah. And like just stuff like that. Like it's such a bonding experience. So yeah. Just interesting stories you come out of right. sports with that like you normally wouldn't. Never. So you also get to meet so many different people. Like at my um, old school, we had a girl from Australia on our team. Mm-hmm. And that oh. was really cool. I never really got to be that close to somebody that was from a whole different country. Yeah. And that was, she was really cool. Yeah. It was a really cool experience. We just have people. Robert, is there anybody on your team from like pretty far? Just from Ohio, you know. Okay, that's pretty far. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we have two girls from Kansas, two girls from Illinois, and then there's a girl next year coming from California. Wow, that's far. I know. That's like, I cannot imagine not being a drive away from home. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Yeah. Like, I think that's why I chose upstate was because it was so close to home. Mm. I know. I'm so jealous. That's a nice drive that you have. Yeah, I would have. Not gonna lie. It's pretty good. (laughs) I'm like midway. Like, I'm probably like a nine-hour drive from home. Midway. Midway. (laughs) It's not like like California to Georgia, but it's... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah. It's... I can't drive home, like, on the whim, but if I really wanted to, I could drive home on Friday and drive back Sunday night. Like, Sunday evening and make it back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I believe you. But yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's still pretty long. Yeah, because my four hours gets long real quick. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm really homesick, the hour and a half, like, I'm not going to complain about it. Like, I'm not complaining, but like, you're just like in the car and you're like, all right, can I get home already? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right, well, it's been great having you, Summer. It's been great meeting you. <laughs> All right, and we will see you guys on the next episode.